Hello, hello. It's me, it's Friday, 26th of November. And it's snowing. It's awesome. Um, actually, it's, it's kind of struggling to put thoughts into words, or not really thoughts, but um, kind of realizations into words. Uh, it's um, it's not so easy. <laughs> Actually, it's a bit um, non-linear, you know. It's when you come to a aha moment. It's not as if it's like you do this, this, and then you yeah you get it there and then. Um, it actually comes after, and often there are events that triggers it. So, anyways. I will try my best. <laughs> I was listening to um, Throat Chakra Meditation by Melan Moritz. And as she was talking, I um, oh, just, it hit me. Like, I don't know what she said, but something hit me. And I felt this very knowing, this this very innate knowing about my connection with water. So um, last night I dreamt of water. I dreamt that I was, um, and it's a repetitive dream. Um, what I see is a repetitive dream. I always see a river and I see a river, a clear river, clear running river with rocks and pebbles. It's shallow but it's, it's running and um, there are pebbles and stones in that river and it's beautiful, it's very inviting, you want to go in and you want to splash around and um, there's always the town or the village or something like human civilization um, near the river so that's a very repetitive dream. So last night I dreamt that I saw this sort of river and um, I was like, oh, that's really nice and all. But then <clears throat> the river suddenly rose up and it became a huge wave and uh, almost like a, a tsunami, you know, came over the head. Um, and it all happened very quickly, but I was almost like ready for the tsunami. So I was like, okay, the tsunami is coming. And I had two friends next to me and I said, no worries, no panic, we got this. Just take a deep breath, everything will be okay. Okay, I seem to, I seem to know how to manage the tsunamis. So my friends were a little like, uh, okay, are you so sure about that? And I, I don't know if they did it, but me, I did it. I took a deep breath in, in my, in my dream. Breathing in, and then this, the water came, and I was conscious in my dream as well of the water that's arriving. And then all of a sudden, everywhere around me was blue, 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 blue. So what actually 
joining the dots, I had a, a brief 30-minute meditation uh, with a friend of mine this afternoon. And while I was guiding uh, Simon, I saw blue light. Didn't understand why, but I think now I do. <laughs> it's kind of like the blue of the water, right? Um, so anyways, I was aware that tsunami was here. The water was all around. And what was amazing was I could breathe in the water. No wonder I wasn't panicking. Because <laughs> I was almost like a fish or a man fish. You know, I could breathe in the water. And I, I looked around at my two friends who were next to me. And they were like not moving anymore. So I was like, oh dear, they passed out. So um, I carried them. And because I was in the water, it was effortless. I carried them on my side, sort of like a baseball, you know, like you're carrying two balls next to your, you know. I carried them, I hoisted them up and walking them to safety because I knew they weren't safe where there was lots of water. So this dream of seeing the river is a really recurring one. Um, I'm gonna. I dreamt of the river again earlier in the year, somewhere between Christmas, you know, towards the new year. I dreamt of this beautiful river again and um, the full moon. And actually, what was a deja vu moment was when I went to Zurich in September and in the city of Zurich. There's this river. There's actually two rivers that's meeting, but this principal river that's going very um, shallow, but moving exactly like in my dreams. And there is a staircase there. It's um, leading to the water. And it's also like in my dream. So anyways, it was like, okay, been here before in my dreams, you know, <laughs> it's, it's very cool. It's a very cool feeling. So the river is um, very connected and hmm, and also many other occasions where I dream of being in a forest and then seeing this river, but stepping out of the city and going into the forest and then being led by the river. So there's a lot of water element and led by the river and follow the river kind of theme, I would say, in my dream. Um, and I did my uh, water ritual meditation, finally, today, Friday, okay, no rules. <laughs> I did it one uh, early in the week and it was, the message was very hard to come up, but it did arise and it was just simply simple, align with the universe, just be completely aligned and let it go, let it be and just be aligned, fully aligned, trust the universe. And today, in this water meditation that I did, um, I had a choice. I could pick two bowls. I didn't want to do all the five bowls. I wanted to do just one. And there was one with my favorite cherry quartz crystal, and there was one with the yellow stone that, for some reason, I chose him. I call it a him um, this week. Normally, it's just the cherry quartz that gets to be in the water. Yay, she's so lucky. And she, that's a she. Cherry quartz is a she. This one is a he. So I was like, okay, you're coming in. 
And I held this yellow pebble for a long time in my hand and there were four stripes with a curve around it. And now I realize that everything is somehow so connected. This yellow rock I picked up in the river in Zurich. So all these rivers and water is very um, strong connection. And then as I was speaking about the river, guiding my friend in meditation today, and I was you know, saying, okay, let's go down the steps, right? Let's go down, count the steps, going down the steps, and then you're going to arrive in your secret garden, your your home, your place to be. I don't know what he saw, um, but I, I saw that the moment my feet stepped the base, I was met by water. My feet went into the water. And it was like a river. I met the river, right? That was my home. My home was the river. Um, and <laughs> I, I, I don't realize such things. I just like, yeah, okay, the river, that's nice. But now I know why, because I am uh, very connected to the river. Somehow the water is speaking to me. And then doing the water ritual was very effective for me to to channel my energy and to kind of like meditate on a theme for the week and help my monkey brain to, to stay calm at least on some points and some themes for the week. And again, it's thanks to the water that's helping me to connect. So, I mean, all this to say that sometimes, you know, when you're you, you kind of piece things together. It's like a jigsaw puzzle, right? But um, things come together after a while when you let the dust settle. As you are meditating and you see stuff, just let it go, right? You will remember, your mind will remember it. Just let it go, just let it be. Just say, okay, I see this, great, thank you very much. Let it, let it go, let it be. And Miraculously, maybe one day, two days, or a few hours, or one month later, you'll find the reason why you saw that. And you come into a deeper sense of knowing yourself, you know? So, uh, yeah, that's kind of strange. This, and, and, and I'm. I like to think that, you know, in the water as well, um, sound is a lot more muffled in water. Um, and you hear different sounds. You hear the, you know, the, the vibrations. Everything's slower in the water and um, quieter, right? It's not like in, um, on land. So my, my home would be in the water. My, uh, that that would be my inner garden, let's say, is um, to step into the the water. <laughs> that's where I'm I'm born. That's where I'm I'm most happy. It's like being a fish in the water. It's like I probably have gills, and 
I dream a lot about water dragons. My mom is a water dragon. She comes. Very rare occasions, but so she's a water dragon. So I have my connections and roots to the water. So therefore, um, very fascinating journey. And I think the, the thing about spirituality is um, it's fun. You know, it's, it's a way to deepen your relationship with yourself and in a way making sense of your connection with the world, right? Because um, otherwise, if we're only using our logical mind Everything is uh, very uh, separate, you know, everything is very compartmentalized and um, separate. Whereas the more you meditate and the more you look inwards, you find answers to questions that books cannot provide you with. Because the answer arose from your wisdom mind. And nobody can write as clearly as your own understanding and comprehension. And from this comprehension, you see the deep connection you have with the world. I see the deep connection that I have with stones and water. You know what I mean? It's like if you tell this to nor normal people, they'll go like, they'll look at you some funny way like, uh, are you smoking something? You know, it's like these things aren't alive. But to me, when I look at it in this perspective of my own understanding and my appreciation of the energy that I feel when I'm connecting to these things like the river or water, um, I feel like they have an energy, that they have a life and they have a voice. And they are talking to me. So like the indigenous um, peoples of the world, yeah, the Maoris, the Aborigines, the, um, you know, the, the indigenous native of Canada, America, are deeply connected to the earth and sky. And, and rocks and animals all have a soul and we all have a spirit and we're all connected. The ancient ancestors know this. Well, they never studied any books. They, they just realized this. And so I start to see this more and I have a deeper appreciation. I always have, but I start to see this clearly now that there are certain forces that is beyond your comprehension and that we are somehow bound and um, resonating with um, inanimate objects like stars, like rivers, like the moon, like rocks, like animals, you know. And so carving out some time of the day to to just let yourself connect to such energies is a really good way to recharge yourself, I feel. To enter into your secret space. Of course, when I go into my, 
my sense of imagination. It could either be the river or it could be the sea. And if it was the sea, I know I will meet my friends, the orca. I will meet my father, the orca whale. He will be there. And he's really powerful. And he's the voice of, you know, the authority. It's like you have the power. You know, you trust and believe in yourself. And that's where I also like to to meditate because when you meditate and you just see the spiral, you know that life is um or ex it's like a spiral. You're spiraling upwards if you're conscious, huh? Otherwise, you're spiraling downwards. <laughs> so. If you're conscious, you're spiraling upwards. You're not shooting upwards like a star. You know, you guys zoom. No, 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 no. It's a little bit more slow. <laughs> kind of like going around and around. But you're going up. You're expanding. Right? Our consciousness is always expanding. And you don't even have to do anything. You're just expanding. And and what happens is when you meditate and when you see this perspective, um, you, you, you feel like you're levitating a little bit above the scene and you can see the spiral, the flower that is beneath you. That's right out there, spiraling. The flower petals that's spiraling around you. Um, and you get this perspective because you decide to dissociate from your thoughts. <laughs> that's really what... A meditation is is to to say okay let's stop the routine and let's look let's look inwards you know and then you see the shapes and the forms and things start to fall into perspective in that way so It's kind of like a very beautiful realization. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Again, not scripted, so I'm I'm sorry. the The whole flow might be feeling a little bit um, jaded, but yeah, just to say that everything is everything that you need. Right, everything that you ever wanted to know is already inside you, in your DNA, and in in every cell of your body there is intelligence. But how much of that deep knowing that's already within us are we aware? It's quite limited, because I think that we're only using maybe. I don't want to give a number, right? Because then it becomes dogmatic. But we're using only a small fraction of our true wisdom. We're only tapping into the power of our brain. But we're not tapping into the, the whole intelligence of our whole being. Um, because we don't know how to. We, we, we don't have the tools. We were not taught at school. And, um, yeah. I'm not sure if society at large really wants people to wake up and be enlightened because they need sleeps to kind of like, you know, <laughs> to, 
do stuff for them. So I'm not, I don't believe in this evil order like who's out there to, to keep people enslaved. But I think in general, of course, our own ignorance is enslaving us, you know, and our, um, our ignorance, delusion, thinking that we need more and more and more and more. And we need, you know, whatever, external stuff to make us happy. That delusion is making us go spinning on that hamster wheel constantly and not wanting to get out of that hamster wheel and to see that we are in a cage and that there is a door out of the cage. No, we don't want to see that because we think that we need to pursue and chase after stuff and that we don't have enough. No, no, no. We don't have what it takes. We don't have what it's enough. And we have to continue to chase. Yuck, sort of. So we undermine our true capacity. We give power away to gurus and other people and books and all kinds of stuff. We don't ever listen to our deep wisdom mind. And we're afraid of what it's going to reveal to us. I think that's the reason why a lot of people resist meditating. They're afraid um, of what they will see and not knowing how to deal with it. And it's very understandable. But we are so gifted. You know, I, I only come to know this now that we are just so gifted with so much potential and capacity within us and ancestral knowledge and um, we're just perfect divine beings, right? And so the more and deeper and profound you go into your spiritual practice and there's going to be ups and downs, right? There's going to be good days and not so good days and we're we are like spiraling, expanding outward. So there'll be ups and downs but in general, trust the process and let go. Just drop all expectations, trust the process and let go. And I know that, you know, for knowing that um, whatever job I have, like corporate world, it will never, never, never give me the pleasure, the full satisfaction that I can get from what I can get out of meditation, out of awakening, out of deep connection with myself and with the universe. If I pursued, so, so then it becomes a choice of time. Do I give all my time to an institution or to a corporation? Because hey, spending time working, right? Means less time for your other pursuits. No. My, my, my choice is clear. See, I can, right? If I, I feel like I'm caught in a rat race and I have to prove something and I don't think I'm worthy and I have to pay my bills and whatever. Now I decided that and I realized this week that, or actually it's been coming, that it, it ain't giving me the satisfaction at all. And you don't get recognized, honestly. Nobody can recognize you as much as you can recognize your own self. You know, and uh, a bonus, money, it feels great for maybe five minutes. And then after, you're aiming for a higher. Um, and that is if you get the bonus and if you get the money. 
Some people are just working a lot and they don't even have the bonus. They don't even have the money. They're just working, just enslaving themselves. So I think it's each person who needs to, to look at truly what do you want? What makes you happy? And liberate yourself. So it's it's okay. It's okay to do less. It's okay to to not want as much as others, but then to spend more time on other pursuits that will really feed your soul. You know, so the question is, apart from food and water that's nourishing our bodies, and that I think we have too much of, is what nourishes our soul? And are the activities that we're doing right now, day to day, like, I don't know, is it nourishing our soul? Exercise is definitely nourishing our body, but are we doing anything that nourishes our soul, our heart, and um, our mind? And with that, I'd like to wish you a beautiful day, and uh, I'm really happy to muse about this topic. Lots of love. Bye.